you are listening to Castles and Cryptids, where the castles are haunted and the cryptids are cryptic as fuck. And I'm Alana. I'm Kelsey. And hopefully you are hearing this on Friday, December 8th, and nothing has, <laughs> knock on wood, <laughs> prevented us from getting this episode out to you. We're sorry we uh, didn't make it out last week, but uh, we had some yeah. illness. <laughs> Very ill. It's like... <laughs> awful i couldn't go to work and had a fever and it's not no bueno when that happens especially (laughs) as a podcaster and you're like i need my voice (laughs) yeah especially when the first couple days it hurt to talk at least right now i sound awful but it doesn't hurt my voice to talk so wow yeah that's really bad when your throat's that sore yeah, it definitely was the first few days. So, yeah, I if you guys can anyone put up put up with my my terrible sounding voice, then oh, I think we'll, sound fine. we'll power through. I always we'll sound see. a little nasal. <laughs> I, I was listening to a podcaster the other day. She's like, "I sound sick," and I was like thinking in my head, "It's okay. You always sound a little stuffed up anyway." <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay anyway (laughs) sexy sick voice no i don't i can't really hear it um in you so Mm. that's good i'm glad you're on the mend i'm very that's always the worst um and not just for not being able to record and stuff like that obviously but it's a freaking time of year and then like being sick (sighs) is the worst there's flus there's still the covids there's still the things that go around these days yeah i just have bad luck with i guess the month of november because (laughs) it was the end of october beginning of november last year when i got super sick as well and then i lost my hearing for like a month or basically lost it almost completely for three weeks and then it took like two and a half months after that for it to fully come back that is so, bizarre. Yeah. yeah. And then oh, yeah. earlier in the week when I was feeling worse, my ears kept popping and I was like, if I lose my fucking hearing again, I was <laughs> no. like so mad. I was like waiting because the one day my eye was bugging me and I had headaches oh and then my ears were popping and I was like, if I don't get the same thing I had last <laughs> year, I'm going to lose my shit. You're going to keep so your mad. ear, nose, and throat doctor in business over there. <laughs> yeah. Because they had to give me uh, steroid eardrops and steroid eye drops to, like, keep the oh swelling down. So I remember it was, it was bad. Yeah, and then we had to have Pat step in for the Patreon. And, yeah, yeah that was quite a while last time. I That's the worst. Like, nobody wants it where it just doesn't let go. And then I was saying to Kelsey how, like, it doesn't help that this – day and age like you just you have to go back to work sometimes before you're yeah like fully recovered obviously so then you like you know you can't kick it that much faster yeah because you're just tired from going to work and yeah yeah yep and eat the rich and down with (laughs) corporate um but that does remind me that yes we uh we are gonna the Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, we were just <laughs> discussing because we need to. That was uh, this one and the Patreon were the, the next two things we were recording. So that one will also uh, we will be doing a full November 
episode for Patreon on plots and conspirators. So you did get yeah. the folklore. The AMA video is out at the video level tier. And then, yeah, Woo. we'll do our bonus one. I know we get to record a new outro. <laughs> Maybe not today. <laughs> or I could yeah, do it. Yeah, not I today. Yeah. Same with the ad. I was like, we need to re record the ad, but oh, I'm not yeah. re recording the ad when I sound like this. Yeah, I thought about that too. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. You guys. Oh, anyway. Anyway, happy to be here and I uh, put out our TikTok on our go follow our TikTok. <laughs> We don't, we don't have any followers except for me. No snap. I put out one about uh, Canadian Thanksgiving, and then there's going to be a second oh. half, and it's about how the American Thanksgiving got to its date because ours are on very different dates. And so, yes, I will not tell you why that is. You'll have to go watch it. Okay. You don't. I don't think you have to because you don't have to have a TikTok account. Anyway my mom won't doesn't have one but you don't have to yeah, mom you can just google okay. things and then they come up it's like reddit where you're like something random and then it pops up it's like oh that's a really big thread on reddit or like <laughs> here's a tiktok yeah. about it <laughs> i don't have tiktok either everything is just like short videos nowadays though like that one i was just telling you about where pat showed me that this like lion or lioness like looked like she was gonna jump into this safari uh, car full of people and she did but then she just started nuzzling them all like a great big <laughs> lap cat and it was really adorable yeah. but that's just everything nowadays it's just like quick little videos like no context you know <laughs> it's all we can consume yeah <laughs> I I get tired of that kind of stuff very very quickly like within yeah. minutes so mm -hmm. even the amount of time I used to spend on Facebook or Instagram I don't anymore it just does I kind of quickly go yeah. through people's stories and then I scroll down the I kind of weeded out a lot of the people I follow so I really only mm -hmm. am following the people I actually care to like see about even celebrities so I kind right. of I check that then I check Facebook and then I kind of go do something else yeah it depends what it is for me because yeah, they have gotten me on some cuter algorithms. Did I tell you the one was just a bunch of like toddlers with Scottish accents talking in their cute little no, <laughs> but no, but daddy, like just the cutest little. That'd be oh, pretty funny. It was <laughs> getting in trouble and stuff. Oh my god. Um, yeah, but you're right. It can be like yeah, it can be. Uh, not hold your attention just like if something's too freaking long where you're like i can't watch yeah. this four-hour episode right now or we were gonna put on that um now that the indeed the new indiana jones movie is free pat will watch it <laughs> oh yeah I takes umbrage with the new female well you know how it's supposed to be he's getting replaced by a, a young woman indiana or whatever that's the whole like, okay i didn't direction, really remember apparently. seeing stuff about it but yeah yeah there's a girl now so he was very very skeptical to say the least he started watching it the other day just turned it off <laughs> when she started coming <laughs> into uh -huh. the picture but now he's i was going like well you gotta kind of watch something to see if you like it or not so he's gonna give another yeah. try but it was too it said it was gonna be like 
what three hours or something i'm like jesus christ <laughs> i have to go record uh, after this like i can't watch that right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's too long i hate how long <laughs> movies have gotten like yeah yeah hour and a half sometimes is all you need <laughs> yes i love an hour and a half long movie <laughs> yeah 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 anyway that was our movie tangent no <laughs> <laughs> welcome back um yeah you were watching a few things you were saying when when you were homesick because me and pat were watching the watcher which was already yeah it was not bad. I know some people said it sucked, but I was like, I just want to see what they do with this story. I know the story. Yeah. Um, on, so that was okay. On Tuesday when I was off, I start to finish binge-watched WandaVision, and it was pretty good. Oh, okay. So you hadn't seen it before that, and then you watched no. it. No. Nice. <laughs> and then starting on Wednesday, uh, and then finishing actually yesterday, uh, okay. I watched loki right 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 you're on i love loki i love i love tom hiddleston Um, oh owen wilson and that is amazing also as always such a good show i remember in like middle school one of my friends dressing up as loki for halloween and stuff we really liked the thor movies her (laughs) her younger sister i think was thor and she was loki and it was it was fun oh that is Um, fun you yeah. get to carry the little plastic <laughs> um, mule near. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> but I enjoyed the show. It was cool. I like. I like yeah. how you said that the humor in it was more so. That was definitely more my kind of like Marvel. Yeah, I, yeah. I do like more humorous ones or like Guardians sure. of the Galaxy or stuff. Sometimes it's a little more humorous than a lot. Yeah, of and the Taika Waititi Thor movies. Yeah. 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 So I I liked it. <laughs> I didn't know it was based. I assumed it was based like on characters from the comics. I didn't know necessarily that it was based on like different issues of the comics. Where like that's actually planned that that was gonna happen and oh, stuff like it's... more of the characters and the time authority and all that kind of stuff that they had ah, been, yes, been around. The <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't really realized that those were like things that had existed in the comics like in that universe since like the 80s and 90s oh yeah i had no idea so that was kind of cool after i was done i was like googling and i was like is this based like what comics is this one based on and then oh it's actually based like on that it wasn't like an original story somebody came up with which is how i thought kind of when i was watching it that that's what it was it does seem like almost like a modern take on it. It's very timey wine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I liked it. And I, yeah, I just love Loki and I love Tom yeah. Wilson. Watching him whip his hair back every five seconds. And then there's some good Easter eggs in those ones because mm, there's the part yeah. where the, you see the, um, the USS Eldridge from the Philadelphia experiment. Uh, wait, what season are you on? <laughs> you just watched the newest one, the second season, right? Yeah. Yeah, I watched both of them. Okay, yeah, I can't remember if that was in the, I think that was in the first season, the, because it's when they get to the place at the end of 
time or like where all the other Lokis are there with the alligator Loki and the little boy Loki and yeah. all the, like the leftover Lokis and like the leftover I stuff. I loved that. <laughs> it was so cool. <laughs> That's it's there oh, like God. the ship you see the ship there and then I don't know they yeah. do I think there's like other references like maybe you see the Polybius machine which I also talked about. <laughs> yeah I yeah. love that shit. Actually you know what I, it's fun fact I semi-learned let's see if i can remember it properly is that the term easter egg came from uh when after they filmed i think it was rocky horror picture show and there was like a bunch of it had just been easter or something so there was a bunch of like easter eggs literally left in some of the shots (laughs) and like actual easter eggs yeah and that's how where the term came from because like people actually finding the actual ones in the first like movie to have oh, and then that's where the term never I don't know before. I think that's what it was but it, I was like what? all I know for the Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show is that the castle or whatever they were filming in was freezing cold oh, like, okay it was like minus 10 or some shit they were all Celsius like, Celsius yeah okay. so they were all absolutely <laughs> freezing okay uh, it was pretty chilly to film in <laughs> yeah there was like no heat or anything uh, apparently the conditions were awful and then supposedly the skeleton that's in the uh opening of the time warp shot that's in that coffin that's a real skeleton like some oh, body okay, that was preserved cool. uh, i do like those yeah. kind of facts where you're like that was a real person yeah um, yeah it's an actual like skeleton dead body I don't know who the person is. I've never heard them talk about that before, but. Okay, uh, I'm getting conflicting um, <laughs> corroborating information on the internet. Because <laughs> according to one, <laughs> I like how Angela on Office Lady just goes, according to the internet. And she's like, I don't write down where the things come from sometimes. <laughs> um, I guess one guy at Atari said he liked the idea of waking up on Easter morning and hunting for Easter eggs so that he called the hidden features Easter eggs. But Den uh, of Geek says it or- originated with the Rocky Horror Picture Show. The cast had an actual Easter egg hunt during filming. Okay, I didn't remember that part. <laughs> um, hang on. Yeah, that's not in the movie. They must have just done that behind the scenes. Right? Where did it? Ugh, it didn't take me back to it. Now my dog's scratching the carpet. <laughs> oh. The Atari guy is mentioned. Okay. Maybe he was the one. But the actual Easter eggs. They must... Whatever. I guess they had a hunt and they left some over. I don't know. <laughs> it literally didn't say more in the article. You know how it starts like the sentence? Yeah. In the blurb. And then you're like, okay, well, where's the rest of that sentence? Whatever. I gave up. And the the guy that plays the the butlery kind of guy, the guy with the hunched back, and really like wait in what in Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was like, wait, are we still talking about Loki? <laughs> no, no, yeah, talking okay. Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> uh, he is the guy that wrote and. Well, he did the movie. He did, like, the movie adaptation, but it was originally a stage play. Uh, oh, okay. And he, he wrote and stuff, I think, the original stage play and stuff, and then he later adapted it into the movie. And most of the cast, I guess, probably other than, like, Susan Sarandon and 
that kind of stuff. But like Tim Curry and everything, they were in the stage adaptations like already. Oh, and so they like, yeah, and he stepped in and played the one, the one character, like the creepy butler and stuff. But he's actually the one that like wrote the play and stuff. Oh, it's like when Stephen King does a little cameo in his movies or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of fun. Oh, that is fun. I did not know that. Yeah. I love that. I love those little fun facts. Love just to watch pop-up video (laughs) and stuff like that. Yes. (laughs) A little behind-the-scenes knowledge is always interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Prime sometimes has those on their movies. Prime or Disney Plus? I think they both have it and a few oh. things. It, like, pops up and it'll tell you stuff, like, while you're watching oh. or you can turn it off. Yeah. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I was just like, no, you can find the special features in there sometimes, which is cool. Love a good blooper reel or... Yeah. <laughs> found an Outlander thing at Value Village and it had some deleted scenes for season one, which Pat is, like... Mm-hmm on season episode eight he's actually been enjoying watching it with me guys (laughs) so fun we just shut it off because then rain came down for supper and of course they were immediately having a sex scene which then turned into (laughs) like it was going to turn into a fight scene because that's you know that's all it is for a lot of the time (laughs) yeah it's like game of thrones there's a lot of sex and violence but (laughs) like we'll turn on the simpsons for now (laughs) Yeah. Corrupt her with something else. Um, anyway, <laughs> what are we talking about today? We are doing some fairy tales. I know I'm doing <laughs> a couple fairy tales from uh, the Grimm brothers. And, yeah. The Grimm. Harry, it's the Grimm. Yeah. I like the Grimm brothers. I think I've seen that movie with what, Matt Damon? they had about them yeah matt damon and keith ledger oh it probably was heath ledger because i would watch anything he was in and even if that one i don't remember being that good (laughs) it was all right yeah they're kind of like con artists or something at the beginning and then they find out it's all real and then it gets serious or something like that yeah oh that's kind of yeah i didn't really remember it's been a while (laughs) yeah um exciting i don't well my one of mine's is hans christian anderson i think my other one might have been a a grim but it's not one i'd ever heard of so i'm excited Mm. which ones to see which ones you picked (laughs) (coughs) yeah i have my first one uh is i got these i think i told you like i had a on my kindle wish list one of the Grimm books, and it was the complete folk and fairy tales of the Grimm bro- or of the Brothers Grimm. So I bought that one because right. it's like really cheap. I think it was under two dollars. I was like, done. It's got like yeah. eight hundred <laughs> pages. This will be great. Oh yeah, hell yeah, that's a good resource. <laughs> yeah. So the first one is called "The Devil with the Three Golden Hairs." Oh, uh, Devil with three golden hairs. Yeah. That's not one of their famous ones. <laughs> no, I kind of avoided reading any of the really popular ones. Uh, mm-hmm. Some I of them have been done be a, 
on podcasts yeah. already. Like the, a lot. the yeah, the Little Mermaid <laughs> comes to mind. So yeah, so I w- definitely wanted to do ones that I had never heard of before. Yay! Uh, yeah. <laughs> so this one, like, we'll we'll see how my throat does by the time I'm done reading all these. <laughs> Is, um, is it a long one? <laughs> I mean, they're all no, kind of long, but yeah. I chose ones that, that weren't too bad compared to some of the other ones. I'm like clicking and was like, next page, next page. And like, Holy <laughs> crap, how far does this go? Like 30 pages? We aren't doing that. This would be um, a two-hour Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so this one goes like this. There was once a poor woman who gave birth to a little son. Oh. And... As he came into the world with a call on, it was predicted that is in his 14th year, he would have the king's daughter for his wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's magical to have the, the call, but that's yeah. a very interesting way they think it's going to manifest for him. <laughs> it happened that soon afterwards, the king came into the village and no one knew that he was the king. And when he asked the people what news there was, they answered, a child has just been born with a call on, and whatever any one so born undertakes turns out turns out well. It is prophesied, right. too, that in his 14th year that he will have the king's daughter for his wife. Oh, no. The king's <laughs> like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Who is this they boy? Would. Let me see him. <laughs> yeah. I'll see if I want the- to make this happen or not. <laughs> The king, who had a bad heart and was angry about the prophecy, went to the parents and seemingly quite friendly said, You poor people, let me have your child and I will take care of it. Oh, what? (laughs) At first they refused, but when the stranger offered them a large amount of gold for it, and they thought, it is a luck child and everything must turn out well for it, they at last consented and gave him the child. Oh no! But you can't raise him because then he can't marry your daughter, can he? I don't think. I don't know how long ago <laughs> this is supposed to be. Maybe they don't care. Right? He's like, uh, this will stop it from happening. <laughs> the king put it in a box uh, and oh. rode away with it until he came to a deep piece of water. Then he threw the box into it and thought. I have freed my daughter from her underlooked-for suitor. Ew, sir. Just you just killed them. a child that did nothing. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> this is just the beginning. <laughs> uh, the box, however, did not sink, but floated like a boat, and not a drop of water made its way into it. And it floated Ooh. to within two miles of the king's chief city, where there was a mill, and it came to a standstill at the mill dam. Damn. (laughs) Damn. So he, like, Uh, fully went all Moses. He's like, I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah. I'm fine. I'm just gonna just, what, drift over to these rushes over here. (laughs) Come to a perfect stop. (laughs) A miller's boy. Yeah. A miller's boy who, by good luck, was standing there, noticed it, and pulled it it out with a hook thinking that he had found a great treasure but when he opened it there lay a pretty boy inside quite fresh and lively oh that's the weird 
I'm glad he's still alive. <laughs> this <laughs> one's fresh. Okay. He's flopping around like a new landed trout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he took him to the miller and his wife, and as they had no children, they were glad and said, God has given him to us. They took great care of the foundling, and he grew up in all goodness. Um, yeah, it continues. It once it happened that once in a storm, the king went into the mill, and he asked the mill folk if the tall youth was their son. No, they answered they. He's a foundling. Fourteen years ago, he floated down to the mill dam in a box, and the mill boy Damn pulled it. him out of the water. Do you have Our to be so forthcoming with this yeah. strange king? <laughs> what yeah, business right? is it of his? <laughs> Fuck, he's yeah. still hung up on that, too. Like, <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Uh, then the king knew that it was none other than the luck child, which he had thrown into the water, and he said, My good people, could not the youth take a letter to the queen? I will give him two gold pieces as a reward. Just as the king commands, answered they. And they told the boy to hold himself in readiness. Uh, Then the king wrote a letter to the queen, wherein he said, As soon as the boy arrives with this letter, let him be killed and buried, and all must be done before I come home. Just like, murder him! great (laughs) and is she the type of woman to just take him at his word and just we'll see yeah damn it uh the boy set out with his letter but he lost his way and in the evening came to a large forest in the darkness he saw a small light he went towards it and reached a cottage when he went in an old woman was sitting by the fire quite alone she started when she saw the boy and said, Whence do you come? And whither do you whither are you going? Whither <laughs> Whither are you going? <laughs> Dost thou goest? <laughs> yeah. I come from the mill, he answered, and I wish to go to the queen to whom I am taking a letter. But as I have lost my way in the forest, I should like to stay o- here overnight. You poor boy, said the woman. You have come into a den of thieves, and when they come home, they will kill you. Like, oh. What? Let them come. You live in a den boy. of thieves? Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that was not what I was uh, expecting. <laughs> right. Let them come, said the boy. I am not afraid, but I am so tired that I cannot go any farther. And he stretched himself upon a bench and fell asleep. Oh. <laughs> he was like, let them come and kill me. Uh, Damn, he don't give a fuck. (laughs) No. Soon afterwards, the robbers came and angrily asked what strange boy was lying there. Ah, said the old woman, it is an innocent child who has lost himself in the forest, and out of pity I have let him come in. He has to take a letter to the queen. The robbers opened the letter and read it, and in it was written that that the boy, as soon as he arrived, should be put to death. Oh my god. They really want to kill this child who has done nothing to anyone but be born with a call. call. (laughs) When the hard-heartened robbers felt pity, uh, or sorry, then the hard-hearted robbers felt pity, (laughs) and their leader tore up the letter and wrote another, saying that as soon as the boy came, he should be married at once to the king's daughter. Damn. (laughs) 
like snip snop snip snop snip yeah so now they're nice robbers um then they let him lie quietly on the bench until the next morning and when he woke they gave him the letter and showed him the right way because like he didn't read the letter so he didn't know what it said obviously um and the queen when she received the letter and read it did it was written did as was written in it and had a splendid wedding feast prepared and the king's daughter was married to the luck child and as the youth was handsome and agreeable, she lived with him in joy and contentment. I mean, so it turned out good for her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> after wow. some time, the king returned to his palace and saw that the prophecy was fulfilled and the luck child married his, was married to his daughter. How was that? How has that come to pass? Said he, I gave quite another le- order t- in my letter. Uh, so the queen gave him the letter and said that he might see for himself what was written in it. The king read the letter and saw quite well that it had been exchanged for the other. He he asked the youth what had become of the letter entrusted to him and why he had brought another instead of it. Uh, I know nothing about it, answered he. It must have been changed in the night when I slept in the forest. Uh, the king said in a passion, you shall not have everything quite so much your own way. Uh, whosoever marries my daughter must fetch me from hell three golden hairs from the head of the devil. Bring me what I want and you shall keep my daughter. Impossible in way, father-in-laws. <laughs> you yeah. never good enough for my daughter. Yeah. Sir, you brought this on yourself. You made it a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> right? Definitely. <laughs> in this way, the king hoped to be rid of him forever, but the luck child answered, I will fetch the golden hairs. I'm not afraid of the devil. And oh. thereupon he took leave of them and began his journey. Uh, the road led him to a large town where the watchman by the gates asked him what his trade was and what he knew. I know everything, answered the luck child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something a teenager would say <laughs> yeah then you can do us a favor said the watchman if you will tell us why our market fountain which once flowed with wine has become dry and no longer gives us even water that you shall know answered he only wait until i come back um oh. then he went farther and came upon or came to another town and there also the gatekeeper asked him what his trade was and what he knew I know everything, answered he. Then you can do us a favor and tell us why our tree in our town, which once bore golden apples, now does not even put forth leaves. Damn. (laughs) These poor towns that used to be, like, really pimped out are, like, super (laughs) trashy now. Some wine in our fountain, now it's just (laughs) not even water. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You shall know that, answered he. Only wait until I come back. Uh, He then went on and came to a wide river over which he must go. The ferryman asked him what his trade was and what he knew. I know everything, (laughs) answered he. Then you can do me a favor, said the ferryman, and tell me why I must always be rowing backwards and forwards and am never set free. Uh, You shall know that, answered he. Only wait until I come back. Uh, When he had crossed the water, he found the entrance to hell, It was black and sooty within, and the devil was not at home. 
but oh. his grandmother was sitting in a large armchair. I don't know if this is supposed to be his grandmother, like the character's grandmother, or if it's the devil's grandmother, but... I hope it's the devil's. That was my first thought. (laughs) (laughs) Just grandma, just in a rocker. (laughs) Just like, I've been here so long. Uh, What do you want? She asked to him, but she did not look so very wicked. I should like to have three golden hairs from the devil's head, answered he, else I cannot keep my wife. Uh, That is a good deal to ask for, said she. If the devil comes home and finds you, it will cost you your life. But as I pity you, I will see if I cannot help you. Uh, She changed him into an ant and said, creep into the folds of my dress and you will be safe there. Yes, said he. (laughs) So far, so good. But there are three things besides that I want to know. Why a fountain, which once flowed with wine, has become dry and no longer gives even water. Why a tree, which once bore golden apples, does not even put forth leaves. And why a ferryman must always go backwards and forwards and is never set free. Uh, Those are difficult questions, answered she, but only be silent and quiet and pay attention to what the devil says when I pull out the three golden hairs. (laughs) As the evening came on, the devil returned home. No sooner had he entered that he noticed that the air was not pure. I smell man's flesh, said he. All is not right here. Then he pried into every corner and searched, but could not find anything. His grandmother scolded him. I think this is the devil's grandmother. <laughs> it, would, it would stand a reason, I guess. This guy's grandmother's just in hell. <laughs> Chastising yeah. the devil. <laughs> I think it's like, yeah, the devil's grandmother. Because it says his grandmother scolded him. It has just been swept, said she, and everything put in order. And now you're upsetting it again. Uh, you've always... You have always got man's flesh in your nose. Sit down and eat your supper. (laughs) Burn people all day. No wonder you smell like charred humans. Um, When he had eaten and drunk and was and drunk, he was tired and laid his head in his grandmother's lap. And before long, he was fast asleep. That's adorable. (laughs) Yeah, snoring and breathing heavily. Then the old woman took hold of the golden hair, pulled it out and laid it down near her. Oh, cried the devil, what are you doing? I have had a bad dream, answered the grandmother, so I seized hold of your hair. What did you dream then, said the devil? I dreamed that a fountain in a marketplace from which wine once flowed was dried up and not even water would flow out of it. What is the cause of it? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. like, what a weird dream. <laughs> what a coinky dink. Um, yeah. Oh, ho, if they did but know it, answered the devil, there is a toad sitting under a stone in the well. If they killed it, the wine would flow again. Oh, <laughs> Kill okay. this little toad. He went to sleep again and snored until the window shook. Then she pulled the second hair out. Ha, what are you doing? cried the devil angrily. <clears throat> uh... Like, no shit. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to sleep here. <laughs> Just keep feeling these plucks. <laughs> Do not take it ill, said she. I did it in a dream. What have you dreamt this time, asked he. 
I dreamt that in a certain kingdom there stood an apple tree, which had, which had once borne golden apples, but now would not even bear leaves. What, think you, was the reason? Oh, if they own, if they did but know, answered the devil, a mouse is gnawing at the root. If they killed this very... What? If they killed this, they would have golden apples again. But if it gnaws much longer, the tree will wither altogether. But leave me alone with your dreams. If you disturb me in my sleep again, you will get a box on the ear. It's like going to hit his grandmother. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what a uh, bad boy. <laughs> the grandmother spoke gently to him until he fell asleep again and snored. Then she took hold of the third golden hair and pulled it out. The devil jumped up, roared out, and would have treated her ill if she had not quieted him once more and said, Who can help bad dreams? What was the dream then? asked he and was quite curious. I dreamt that a fairyman who complained that he must always ferry from one side to the other and was never released. What is the cause of it? Ah, the fool, answered the devil. When anyone comes and wants to get across, he must put the oar in his hand. And (laughs) when anyone comes and wants to go across, he must put the oar in his hand and the other man will have to ferry and he will be free. So like he has to give the oar to somebody else instead of him being the one to oar across. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) As the grandmother had plucked out the three golden hairs and the three questions were answered, she let the old serpent alone and he slept until daybreak. Uh, When the devil had gone out again and the old woman took the ant out of the folds of her dress, she gave the luck child his human shape again. Uh, There are three golden hairs for you, said she. What the devil says was your three questions, I presume you heard. Yes, answered he. (laughs) I heard and will take care to remember. Uh, yes, you she have was very you... subtle with the. Yeah, I thought he was having the dreams, and I was just like, "Wow, that's re- really amazing." No, <laughs> no, grandmother was. Um, <laughs> you have what you want, said she, and now you can go your way. He thanked the old woman for helping him in his need, and left hell with, uh, well content with everything that had turned out so fortunately. Uh, when he came to the ferryman, he was expected to give the promised answer bury me across first said the luck child and then i will tell you how you can be set free and when he reached the opposite shore he gave him the devil's advice next time anyone comes who wants to be ferried over just put the oar in his hand he went on and came to the town wherein stood the unfruitful tree and there were there too the watchman wanted an answer So he told him what he had heard from the devil. Kill the mouse, which is gnawing at its root, and it will bear golden apples. Uh, Then the watchman thanked him and gave him as a reward two asses laden with gold, which followed him. So now he's just being, like, (laughs) given donkeys um, filled with gold. Like, they got, like, pouches of gold or something. I prefer to think of it as big booties full of gold. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, at last he came to the town whose well was dry he told the watchman what the devil had said a toad is in the well beneath a stone you must find it and kill it and the well will again give wine up in plenty the watchman thanked him and also gave him two asses laden with gold 
Give me some of that wine. Yeah. Uh, Four asses of gold. Uh, At last, the luck child got home to his wife, who was heartily glad to see him again and to hear how well he had prospered in everything. Uh, To the king, he took what he had asked for, uh, the devil's three golden hairs. And when the king saw the four asses laden with gold... He was quite content and said, now all the conditions are fulfilled and you can keep my bo- keep my daughter. But tell me, dear son-in-law, where did all that gold come from? Uh, this is tremendous wealth. <laughs> Screw you, buddy. You sent me on an yeah. impossible task. <laughs> yeah, this is the best. Uh, I love his <laughs> response. I was rowed across the river, answered he, and... Uh, and got in there, it lies on the shore instead of sand. Can I too fetch some of it? said the king, and he was quite eager about it. As much as you like, answered he. There is a ferryman on the river. Let him ferry you over, and you can fill your sacks on the other side. Oh, yeah. clever. The greedy king set out in all haste, and when he came to the river, he beckoned to the ferryman to pull him across. The ferryman came and bade him get in, and when they got to the other shore, he put uh, he put the oar in his hand and sprang out. Uh, but from this time forth, the king had to ferry as a punishment for his sins. Uh, and then this one just ends saying, perhaps he is ferrying still. If he is, it is because no one has taken the oar from him. What? Damn. Karma. <laughs> savage yeah and it had it was a fairy tale with a a fairy at the ending a fairy a horrible fairying ending yeah like yeah a fairyman in the fairy tale don't pay the fairyman yeah right get it to the other side baby yeah yeah that king that king deserved that he was a dick (laughs) Yeah, right? Um, My other one is really short. Uh, I might just need to get some more water, but my my next one's like... mm, Like only a couple pages long. It's like way shorter. Yeah. That was good. Um, That was a a fun one. I like the ending. (laughs) Yeah. This one I thought was just, I guess, a little darker, but... It's very, very short and just weird. When I read it, I kind of was like, what is even going on? Oh, fun. That sounds like my second story. (laughs) Just completely bizarro. That's what's so fun Um, about them. (laughs) Yeah, this one is called The Louse and the Flea. Um, Oh, interesting. The first one had an ant. (laughs) Now we have a flea. Uh, So... Yeah, this one's so weird. Uh, (laughs) Laos and a flea kept house together and were brewing beer in an eggshell. Then... (laughs) Cute. (laughs) Yeah. She's got some, like, toilet hooch, like, going on. (laughs) Fucking toilet wine. Who do they think they are? Like, Beatrix Potter? Why is everything, like, little animals making things in their little tiny homes? (laughs) Yeah. Too funny. Uh, then the little louse fell in and burnt herself. Oh no! So I 
Yeah. There must have been a fire. Um, On this, (laughs) the little flea began to scream loudly, then said the little room door. It's like the door of the room said, little flea, why art thou screaming? Oh. Because the... Yeah, just assume every object can talk in this okay. story, because it does. Um, because the louse has burnt herself, then the little door began to creak. On this, the little broom in the corner said, Why art thou creaking, little door? Have I not oh. reason to creak? <laughs> Fuck you. I'm um, a moment here. Yeah. <laughs> So it says, the little louse has burnt herself, the little flea is weeping. So the little broom began to sweep frantically. (laughs) Oh, is that its version of crying? (laughs) I guess. Then a little cart passed by and said, why art thou sweeping, little broom? Have I not reason to sweep? <laughs> the little louse has burnt herself. The little flea is weeping. The little door is creaking. <laughs> so the little cart said, Then I will run and began to run wildly. <laughs> it's a little, like, wooden cart? Cart, okay. I guess so. That's what I thought, like a little hmm. cart, uh, like a wagon. Uh, then said, The ash heap <laughs> by which it oh ran. God. Why art thou running so, little cart? Have I not reason to run? Are none of them paying attention to each other? (laughs) I don't know. So the little louse has burnt herself. The little flea is weeping. The little door is creaking. The little broom is sweeping. The ash he pissed said, then I will burn furiously and began to burn in clear flames. A little tree stood near the ash heap and said, ash heap, why art thou burning? Have I not reason to burn? The little house, <laughs> the little louse has burnt herself. The little flea is weeping. The little door is creaking. The little broom is sweeping. The little cart is running. <laughs> uh, the little tree said, then I will shake myself and began to shake herself so hard that, or shake herself that all her leaves fell off. <laughs> it's just like, like a potted plant, a little tree. <laughs> I, I do, yeah. Oh my God. A girl who came up with her water pitcher saw that and said, Little tree, why art thou shaking thyself? Have I not reason to shake myself? The little louse has burnt herself. The little flea is weeping. The little door is creaking. The little broom is sweeping. The little cart is running. The little ash heap is burning. On this, the little girl said, Then I will break my little water pitcher. And she broke her little water pitcher. Oh, well, better than her arms and legs, I guess. I was like, yeah, she's going to break they're all then just like self-flagellating the, by the end of it. right uh <laughs> then said the little spring from which ran the water oh girl why art thou breaking thy water jug <laughs> girl have i not reason to bake my water jug the little louse has burnt herself. The little flea is weeping. The little door is creaking. The little broom is sweeping. The little cart is running. The little ash heap is burning. And the little tree is shaking itself. Oh ho, said the spring. Then I will begin to flow. And began to flow violently. And in well, the water... Okay. <laughs> it wasn't flowing <Yeah>. before. <laughs> I guess not. Oh. 
Uh, so the spring began to flow violently, and in the water, everything was drowned. The girl and the little tree, the little ash heap, the little <laughs> cart, the little broom, the little door, the little flea, and the little louse, all together. And that's the end. <laughs> so the louse wasn't even dead yet! It got dead in the, the tsunami so. of sadness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I don't was... know what the moral of that one is, so but... <laughs> so weird when I read it. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I And then they all died. <laughs> just drowns the world, I guess. Um, okay, we just wait till you hear my Grimm's one, because, like, those guys were smoking something. I don't know what the yeah. peyote they were on. Um, yeah, there were some weird ones I read, yeah. for sure. It sort of reminds me of, uh, we were just Rewatching the Family Guy, um, Family Guy, uh, Star Wars satire they did or whatever, or like, oh, Chris is Luke, whatever. <laughs> I just always think of this one little part, and there's this little like Roomba sized like truck thing goes by in the corridor, and in in mm-hmm. the Family Guy satire, it's called Blue Harvest. It just goes, "You a little truck." <laughs> my favorite lines and so it's like the little cart is talking when all the things were talking then all of a sudden that's all i could think it was like you little cart (laughs) yeah is there a little tree like oh my god yeah maybe it's about like blowing stuff out of proportion or i i don't really know what this one (laughs) that was about but yeah i was just like okay that's a little weird (laughs) Yeah, tell that one to your kids at night, and then they just lay awake with unblinking eyes. Is everything gonna die? (laughs) And then they all drowned. The end. Good night. Even the things that were inanimate objects that didn't have lungs. Yeah. (laughs) The the ash heap that would have just turned into mud. (laughs) Yeah, right? Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. Those are my stories. (laughs) We should do this every month. Oh. All right. Well, be right back. Is Mothman really a supernatural force predicting impending doom? Did Apollo 11 really land on the moon? Did you find out if that was a cult living just two doors down? that you wave to every single day when you got your mail? If these are things that you pondered when you should be sleeping, then I would like to welcome you to Creepy Confidential. I'm your host, Noelle, your resident weirdo Wisconsinite. I open case files on my favorite cryptids, cults, conspiracies, and other worldly creepy, bringing you new cases, live broadcasts, and local lore. Some stories have been lost with time. Others are perhaps still happening today in your local communities, right under your very creepy noses. So get ready, creeps. It's Creepy Confidential. All right. Well, I have one. This first one is a Hans Christian Andersen. Yeah. Yay. He's got some, like, freaky ones too yeah 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 yeah. 
Um, yeah, I feel like his are pretty known for being pretty dark too. Like the Little Mermaid, uh, pretty yeah. dark. Where most versions are like, oh, it was horribly painful for her to walk, and then yeah, I don't know. I think she becomes like sea foam at the end. It's like really depressing when you actually hear it. So I didn't do that one. I went with one I had never heard of. Cool. Um, I'm sure I've never heard it either. Then I don't no, know. It's called the Red Shoes. Okay. Yeah. Um, which a little bit made me think of how there used to be a show called Red Shoe Diaries that was on late at night that was hosted by David Duchovny. It was kind of like light oh. erotica sort of romance stories. Oh yeah. Really? I mean, <laughs> wow. Back in the day where there was no internet, right? So you couldn't re- like <laughs> we'd be like, ooh, look what comes on at night when it's late at night. Like all the racy shows like queer as folk and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. HBO. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was David Duchovny, I remember Red Shoe Diaries. Anyway, love a good red boot. So this the title drew me in. Nice. Um, yeah, it's definitely super old, though. Not the kind of red boots we'd have these days. It was first published in April of 1845. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a really long time ago. <laughs> Almost 180 years ago. Man. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. It's just like, why do they never, ha- why are they always poor and, and sometimes they don't have names, but. Yours was just like the luck child, even when he was 14 and a husband. Yeah, he had no name. (laughs) I was like, okay. A nameless boy. (laughs) He's so lucky he doesn't need a name. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, probably the the name changes from town to town. Um, (laughs) Yeah. This one might have a name, though. Okay, so it starts. Once lived a little girl, pretty and dainty, uh, who was a bit poor. Like yours, they're always poor. Yeah, yeah. If it's not a princess, there's someone dirt poor. poor. Yeah, yeah. There's somebody's servant. (laughs) We're all a bit poor, okay. (laughs) Um, she had to go barefoot in the summertime and wore wooden shoes in the winter that did not fit well, so they hurt her feet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Her feet hurt in those poor shoes and her instep grew quite red, it was said. Um, so this nice old woman took pity on her and made her some like more servable, serviceable shoes uh, out of some scraps of red fabric. Um, okay. The yeah. original Louis Bettine. <laughs> <laughs> so far so good, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Carrie Bradshaw. Bradshaw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the woman was either an elderly shoemaker's wife or uh, one version called the old mother shoemaker. Cause I did find different, a couple different versions of this one, you know, just little tweaks yeah. here and there. Not really that different, but it's always interesting. The changes they'll make or whatever. <laughs> um, so she had some knowledge, but they were a little bit like clunky and um, not super skilled in, in the way they were made. Uh, But apparently they fit well and were comfortable. Um, And she had made them specifically for this poor little girl, uh, whose name, as they now tell us, is actually Karen. So she has a name. Okay. 
And it's Karen. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> Karen, we're taking it back. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is she nice, Karen? <laughs> I think so. Uh, but this one, I think you'll 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 get uh, my what the uh, moral is in this one. It's got a little bit of religious overtones, as you'll see. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Um. Oh, so the old woman got finished them just in time for Karen's mother's funeral. So. Oh. I know. Sad. I just threw that in there, like that her mom died, and you're like, okay, great. So the first place she yeah. gets to wear although they weren't quite suitable for mourning was to her mother's funeral yeah i was gonna say who runs to wear like bright red shoes to a funeral <laughs> okay yeah but it was like what po- choice did poor karen have <laughs> um so she walked behind the uh wicker coffin in her red shoes they were very poor <laughs> um a large ornate carriage clattered by carrying a large older woman and she saw the little red shoe clad girl and took pity on her uh, estate. And she, much like the king did, offered to the clergyman to care for the girl who agreed. <laughs> I'll take that can kid. I, yeah, can I buy this child? <laughs> she looks sad. <laughs> yeah. I'm rich. <laughs> but I guess her mother did just die, so... Karen was probably not too unhappy about it. I don't know. She went with the woman thinking that her shoes must have stood out as special to the woman somehow. And that that's why she noticed her. Um, hmm. But the woman surprised her by promptly burning the shoes as soon as she got Karen ah! home with her. <laughs> she said, they wow, <laughs> rude. Fuck. It is. It is. <laughs> the one thing someone like made for her too. It's like, uh... yeah. Um, but despite that, she was given new clothes and treated very well at the woman's home. Uh, she was taught to read and to sew and, you know, generally treated as a member of the family, I guess. Um, and apparently people admired her attractiveness and beauty wherever she went. Um, but her mirror, it said, told her she wasn't just attractive, that she was beautiful. So I don't know. It's got kind of like what sleeping beauty vibes there like mirror mirror on the wall maybe i don't know if the mirror is actually telling her she's more beautiful or if she's just looking in the mirror and they mean that she sees like oh i'm so much more prettier than they say or something you know yeah okay might be a little (laughs) like disillusioned with reality yeah yeah she's not perfect (laughs) um one day the queen came by through the village with her daughter the princess the royal girl was not wearing much in the way of jewels or accoutrements. She wore not a crown nor a fine train, but on her feet were these scarlet red, uh, quote unquote, Morocco shoes. Hmm. Um, <laughs> in one version, the author just opined about how there was really nothing in the world that can be compared to red shoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Someone's got a, an affinity. It's like the oh. purple hat ladies. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Red shoe. Uh, oh, sorry. Karen was now old enough for her uh, confirmation, like with the church. So she, it was a big deal, you know, so she gets some more new threads and some new shoes for this uh, ceremony, of course. Um, 
the rich shoemaker was making them just for her this time. So she went to see him at his place of business, uh, which was a shop full of like dazzling glass cases of white slippers and all sorts of splendid shoes. Yeah, that would look nice. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's going, yeah. oh, you get to have shoes made just for me now. That'd be pretty cool. Burned. <laughs> yeah. The old lady who was uh, working at the shop or whatever, I don't know if it's the shoemaker's wife, but she measure, she was there to measure her feet and she had very, very bad eyesight. She could barely see the shoes on the shelf at all. Um, <laughs> okay. Not who I would want to measure my feet then. <laughs> yeah, at least she's not making the shoes, but I'm like, she was probably like legally blind like my aunt Elsie was. <laughs> you feel like an eight, eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. How could she read the numbers on the measuring whatever they used? <laughs> Stick, yeah. maybe. Um. And on one of the shelves, uh, I'm sure front and center, sat a pair of shiny, sleek red shoes. They were just like the shoes the princess had worn also. Um, They had been apparently been made for the daughter of a count, but they had not fitted correctly. Maybe the measuring lady. The blind lady (laughs) did it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And the woman caught her admiring them. Uh, She said, I suppose they are of shiny leather? Um, they shine so. Uh, yes, they do shine, said Karen. And so they did, and they fit her perfectly. She bought them without mentioning they were red or remarking how they were for her confirmation, which they were certainly not suitable for such an event. (laughs) And the lady would have told her that if she had known. Yeah. But, yeah. They did it anyway, and the whole congregation stared when she wore them to the church. The news got back to the old lady who was shocked and appalled um, and said that Karen could have worn her old black shoes instead. That would have been more appropriate. (laughs) Hmm. So the following Sunday, there was a communion at the church and Karen was getting ready to go and she had to make a decision. She looked at the black shoes. She looked at the new shiny red shoes. She looked back and forth and she put on the shiny red shoes. Damn. I mean, I love, I love shiny boots, shiny red boots. I, why can't you wear whatever you want? You're not going to a funeral this time. <laughs> I picture, is it, <laughs> I'm sure they definitely had them in the good place. The shiny red, really high <laughs> cowboy boots or something. Isn't that oh, Chidi's like friend yeah. were wearing them and then Chidi like oh, couldn't yeah. tell him. And told him he they loved the shoes. Yeah, so his friend yes. bought him a pair because he was too nice about saying how much he loved them. Because, yes, his mm-hmm. essential thing as a character is he's so indecisive yeah. that he can't even... Or, and like he also Cripplingly put, indecisive. <laughs> right, and like then he has to be like so morally good that he couldn't like lie... Wait, because, yeah, he hates the shoes, and the shoes are hideous, so he wants to tell the friend they're hideous, but he can't. And then yeah. like this whole dilemma. Yeah, so he goes too friend... far the other way, saying, like, <laughs> yeah. I wish I could have shoes like that. And they're like, oh. Yeah, and the friend is played by uh, <coughs> the guy from The Magicians, Ember Umber or whatever. Yes, <laughs> yeah. he is. Yeah, they do that really well with, with Chidi, because, like, showing the 
the also the the moral dilemma scenario they give where you you're driving a train and you can kill one person on one track or five people on the other track and yeah. he waits too long and everybody dies anyway because he doesn't make a decision yeah. yeah split the train in half and kill both groups <laughs> we all yeah. lose <laughs> oh, good job. yeah um all right communion okay at the church door, she and the old lady met a bearded man with a long red beard, uh, who was clearly an old soldier, like retired soldier or whatever, who was clearly also disabled. They said crippled, which is not very nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I updated it. <laughs> Dear me, what pretty dancing shoes, he was saying, because he was, uh, you know, kind of like a shoe cleaner person. He was cleaning the ladies' shoes for her. Oh, okay. And then as he he was looking at Karen's shoes and saying that they were pretty dancing shoes. And as he said that, he then slapped the soles of Karen's red shoes and <laughs> said, sit fast when you dance. Then the old lady gave him some coin and went into the church. As she took her communion, she could all she could think about were her red shoes. They consumed her thoughts as she knelt before the altar and drank from the golden goblet. She was so distracted she forgot to sing the psalm or to say the Lord's Prayer. <gasps> I know. <laughs> She's going to get possessed by the devil. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. Um, the service ended but as they all traipsed out. Karen followed the lady to her carriage, but as Karen went to step on after her, the soldier, the old soldier, called out to her. Again, dear me, what pretty dancing shoes. So Karen couldn't help but oblige him with a few steps. She's trying to be polite. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me give a little twirl. <laughs> but once she started, she couldn't seem to stop. Ooh. She danced around the church corner and couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> it just kept going. The coachman ended up chasing her and catching her. And even as she was being carried by him back to the carriage, her feet continued to dance. Um, oh, volition. Yeah. It's the dancing plague that happened it's... in France. Exactly. <laughs> there, there's also, a, there was a curse in Harry Potter where your legs kept tangling. They gave it to Neville. It was in the books. Oh. Yeah. But it's very much like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He cursed her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she was able to make it uh, back to her home where she was able to put the shoes away in a cupboard. But she still kept peeking in at them just to check. <laughs> Soon the old woman fell ill and it wasn't thought she would get up from her bed again. So Karen did her duty to care for her and stayed by her side during her final days. Up until one night when there was a grand ball that she had been invited to. She was lucky enough to have been invited to. Ooh, no, she's going to wear the shoes again. <laughs> what is she going to do? Don't do it, Karen! <laughs> Don't do it! Right? Like, now <laughs> you've had some issues with them. Um, <laughs> maybe yeah. that was a sign. <laughs> Yeah, she put on the red shoes and went off. Damn. She was like, Surely a little dancing couldn't hurt too much. She's been working so hard <laughs> taking care of the old lady. Uh. <laughs> the, 
the shoes had a mind of their own, of course, and disobeyed her every direction. She went left and they went right. She went back and they went forward. <laughs> Aww. She was then dance dragged through the hall and out into the woods. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that sounds wild. Dance yeah. dragged. <laughs> Just yeah, your your back half <laughs> flying backwards yeah. as you pull you along. Uh, yeah, it was dark and very forbidding, and she couldn't even see like two feet in front of her. <laughs> um, up ahead, she could see the spark of a light or or something among the dense trees, and thought that it might be the moon. As she got closer to it, she saw that it was just the pale oval of the soldier's face. Oh. Yeah. His face must be woods. <laughs> face must be huge if she thought it was the moon. I don't know. Really it's... high up? <laughs> yeah. The full moon was huge last week. Huge. I didn't it see it. Sweet. I was oh busy sleeping. I was I'm still so sick. Sorry. I'm like, I just want to sleep all the time. I know you poor thing. I was like, I picked some stuff. And you're like, I haven't had time. And I was like, oh, she has, she's not feeling well. <laughs> yeah. I've been at home watching Loki, staring at Tom Hiddleston, trying to trying to concentrate enough to follow some tr- multiversal time travel TV show where I'm like, my head hurts. <laughs> watching Loki and Loki dying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, so the soldier saw her and he sat there nodding and he said again, dear me, what pretty dancing shoes. She was now so frightened. She started trying to pry the shoes off her feet, but they stuck fast as though glued. She ripped off her stockings and still they sat stubbornly on her feet. I guess her stockings are just ribbons now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, She danced on into the churchyard and onto the cemetery, but the dead did not dance with her. She glimpsed an angel through the church door who was clad in pristine white robes. He had a stern expression and gravely stood holding his shining sword. I'm going to cut off your feet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Dance you shall from door to door, and where proud and wicked children live, you shall knock so that they may hear you and fear you. Dance you shall! Dance! (laughs) (laughs) Okay! I'm sorry! Oh my god. Or the other version. It was pretty similar. It said, dance you shall. Dance in your red shoes until you are pale and cold, and your flesh shrivels down to the skeleton. Dance you shall from door to door, and wherever there are children, proud and vain, you must knock at the door till they hear you and are afraid of you. Dance you shall. Dance always. Oh. That one made a little more sense. Yeah. yeah. Flesh shrivels away. Okay, great. Thanks. It's a very specific punishment. Like, are we in hell also? Like, in your story. Yeah. Like, when they made Homer try to eat donuts until he got so sick of them as torture but he just never got sick of them (laughs) eating all the donuts more um mercy cried karen but if he answered it was lost as she was carried away uh she danced into the next day and night on and on one morning she danced by a door she knew well there was the sound of a hymn and a coffin was carried out covered with flowers then she knew the old lady was dead 
She was all alone in the world now and cursed by the angel of God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. No, it's a poor girl. Um, she danced through thorns and bushes and her feet bled. Finally, she hobble danced by the home of the executioner on a lonely heath. She called out to him to come out as she could not come in for she was dancing. <laughs> yeah river dance right like just the feet are always going but the top half is not moving at all oh that'd be (laughs) or as chandler puts it his legs flail about as though independent from his body (laughs) (laughs) oh rip rip matthew perry yes oh so sad um what did i say okay oh yeah she calls out to the executioner and he called back that, I don't think you know who I am. I strike off the heads of the wicked and my axe is tingling or quivering to do so. <laughs> okay. Um, don't cut off my head, she cried, but cut off my feet with the red shoes. Uh... Yep. She confessed her shoe sins and he obliged. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you called it. You said cut off her feet. What is this? Saw one? Like, <laughs> break my foot 127 off. hours of dancing <laughs> <sighs> and off her feet danced into the forest oh god <laughs> no I know right there's that image for you oh. but he kindly carved her some wooden feet and some crutches <laughs> <laughs> okay Um, (laughs) sorry, it's terrible. So, um, he also taught her a a psalm, uh, sung by sinners, uh, and then in the religious, more secular version, a song sung by prisoners who are sorry for what they've done. A song, you know, of remorse, I'm guessing. Wow. uh, she kissed the hand that guided the axe and went away across the heath. Oh, it's not done. Okay. She thought she buys some red gloves next and then get her hands cut off. (laughs) Oh, god damn it. She hasn't quite learned. Oh my god. She She got a scarf. I've suffered enough for these red shoes. I will go to the church so people can see me. Like, I'm going to wear a red scarf and get my head cut off. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Maybe she just needs to be less concerned about people looking at her and, you know, what she looks like. So she heads to the church to pay her respects or get noticed, whatever the case may be. <laughs> get noticed. <laughs> Noxima girls get noticed. No. <laughs> Chopped off feet girls get noticed. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, but as she gets up to the door, her... <laughs> her feet come out of the woods. Her disembodied feet come running back in front of the doorway. <laughs> I couldn't even get it out. Oh my god. And they block her away. <laughs> so she gets scared and runs away again. <laughs> or hobbles, whatever. Oh, oh god. god. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really hope this is not like offending anybody. <laughs> um it's so weird. She stayed for a week at home weeping her sad, bitter tears, but come next Sunday she thought, surely I'm good to go now, right? But once again, the shoes got in front of her and said, you shall not pass. So she was like, what the hell? I can't 
can't go back to church. Uh, maybe I need to do some more repenting and repaying of kindness. <laughs> okay. Um, really, actually, try and make an effort. Um, she went to the parsonage to be taken into service, um, I guess, with the church. The pastor's wife agreed, so she worked and was faithful and pious as fuck and heard the Bible <laughs> read aloud every night. <laughs> Just didn't do anything, anything but that. And when the children would speak of fancy dresses and the like, she'd only shake her head. So the next Sunday, they asked if she wanted to go to church, but she looked sadly at her crutches and declined. She went back to her room where she could make out the faint music swelling from the church or- organ. Or- origin. <laughs> and yes, she could hear the music from the church and she was so sad that she cried out to herself like, Oh, God, help me. Just then, the sun burst out shining so brightly, and an angel appeared before her, the same one she'd seen before. Except now, instead of carrying a sword, he carried a green branch of roses, which rose tall, and he touched it to the ceiling. And where he touched it, the ceiling rose higher and higher, and at the point of impact, there grew a golden star. And then he touched the walls, which opened wide apart, and she could now see the organ. She saw oh. the people in their pews and the hymn books and the inside of the church. The church the church had come to her room or her room had come to it. It made no matter, really. She made her way to sit with the rest of the family and they said it was right of you to come. And she said it was mercy. The music was so beautiful and the children's choir so lovely. The sunlight filled her heart so full of peace and joy that it burst into pieces. Her soul flew on its beams to heaven and no one there mentioned her damn shoe choice again. <laughs> wow. So she just fucking died? Her heart exploded? So. It's joy and <laughs> happiness. Wow. That's a lot. That fucked up. I'm still not over her getting chased by a disembodied feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's weird. It's just like so bloody, weird and dark. bloody foot in shoes chasing her into the woods. Yeah, and all just for like wearing something inappropriate to church. Not even not going yeah. to church. <laughs> it's just like yeah, this whole wow. time she's still going to church. <laughs> wow. I mean, don't get me started. People, the, the people that use, you know the way people fought each other for going to the wrong church. Oh no, we don't like Catholics here now. Oh, Catholics versus Protestants. Ah. (laughs) Yeah. Craziness. Um, Wow. That was a wild one. (laughs) It's a lot to absorb, right? It's like, yeah. Okay. Fuck. (sighs) I don't own red shoes. So, oh no, I own red Converse. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Oh, I have some maroon booties. I used to have ones that were like, yeah, short. Um, yeah, like a scarlet, like a like a pleather red shoe. Oh, never <laughs> found a similar one again. The heel broke. <laughs> oh. I walked around with the broken heel for a while that night because it was before I had a car. Damn. You know, up, down, up, down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got the one heel. Okay. So, so funny that your second one was, like, the louse and the flea or whatever. Yeah. Because my second one, and it's a Grimm's one, is the mouse, the bird, and the sausage. <laughs> okay, I recognize the 
title, I might have like skim read it. <laughs> nice. Yes, because it's shorter. You probably could have. Yeah. Yeah. I was clicking through ones? whatever ones were like shortish. <laughs> I would like go back and like read <laughs> partially. Well, because but be like, do I like... think I want to do this? Because well, some yeah, of because them are you have way to read too the story, like the title, and almost be like, yeah, do I want to read this whole thing? Because by the time I read it, I'm probably going to use it because I don't have time to like read ten million things. But... Yeah, exactly. But yeah, as long as you read it and it's good, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so once upon a time, a mouse, a bird, and a sausage entered into partnership and set up house together. As they do. <laughs> As they do. Oh, and this one I literally just uh, copied and pasted their version. Mm-hmm. Um, for a long time, all went well. They lived in great comfort and prospered so far as to be able to add considerably to their stores. Um, the bird's duty was to fly daily into the wood and bring in fuel. The mouse fetched the water and the sausage saw to the cooking. <laughs> yeah, right. Did he cook himself every day? <laughs> Just wait. When people are too well off, they always begin to long for something new. And so it came to pass that the bird, while out one day, met a fellow bird to whom he boastfully expatiated? Wow, I don't know if that's how you say that word, but I'm going to guess yeah, it means no like, explained. <laughs> yeah. On the excellent of his household arrangements. But the other bird sneered at him for being a poor simpleton who did all the hard work while the other two stayed at home and had a good time of it. For when the mouse had made the fire and fetched in the water, she could retire into her little room and rest until it was time to set the table. The sausage had only to watch the pot to see that the food was properly cooked, and when it was near dinner time, he just threw himself into the broth or rolled in and out among the vegetables three or four times. Ooh. And buttered and salted and ready to be served. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. So he just and like regenerates every day. <laughs> A little sausage. The little sausage that doesn't die. Just I mean every day. I don't know if he's like, yeah, he's just rubbing his, you know, juices to, to use his seasoning. Oh. Not cooking himself fully. Wiener water. <laughs> <laughs> Hot dog flavored water. Oh. Um, why there's a character on one of the latest incursions of Scooby Doo who just goes by Hot Dog Water? That's her literal name. Like I'll never understand. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Don't ask. She's got a big <laughs> afro. Um. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so. Then, when the bird came home and had laid aside his burden, they sat down to table, and when they had finished their meal, they could sleep their fill till the following morning, and that was really a very delightful life. Influenced by those remarks, the bird next morning refused to bring in the wood, telling the others that he had been their servant long enough and had been a fool into the bargain, and that now it was now time to make a change and try some other way of arranging the work. The sausage is going to fly and fetch the wood. (laughs) Yes. I know. It's working for you guys. Come on. Just because someone else doesn't do it that way. Your weird weird little throuple is fine. (laughs) Yeah. As long as you're not eating the sausage or the mouse. (laughs) Yeah. It's doing good. Um, Beg and pray as the mouse and the sausage might. It was of no use. The bird remained master of the situation and the venture had to be made. 
They therefore drew lots and it fell to the sausage to bring in the wood to the mouse <laughs> to cook and to the bird to fetch the water. Oh, God. Okay. <sighs> I want to see how the well. sausage does. <laughs> I'm invested. <laughs> I think you can guess. <laughs> With no hands and no head. <laughs> how is he going to fetch wood? Does the hot dog, the anthropomorphized hot dog guy from Sausage Party? Oh my god. Yeah, that's all I'm picturing. (laughs) (laughs) And now what happened? The sausage started in search of wood, the bird made the fire, and the mouse put on the pot, and then these two waited till the sausage returned with the fuel for the following day. But the sausage remained so long away that they became uneasy, and the bird flew out to meet him. He had not flown far, however, when he came across a dog who, having met the sausage... the sausage! No! (laughs) This walking sausage (laughs) walked into my mouth. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Had regarded him as his legitimate booty and so seized and swallowed him. The bird complained to the dog of this bare-faced robbery. I mean, what did they think? Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but nothing he said was of any avail, for the dog answered that he found false credentials on the sausage, and that was the reason his life had been <laughs> Sorry, he didn't have a passport. But you didn't see that one coming. <laughs> yeah, false credentials. <laughs> this is the dog, the sheriff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. He picked up the wood and flew sadly home and told the mouse all he had seen and heard. They were both very unhappy, but agreed to make the best of things and to remain with one another. So now the bird set the table and the mouse looked after the food and wishing to prepare it in the same way as the sausage by rolling in and out among the vegetables to salt and butter them. She jumped into the pot, but she stopped short long before she reached the bottom, having already parted not only with her skin and hair, but also with life. That's one way to say it. Why did the sausage not die then? Yeah, yeah. I was so he could stand the heat. <laughs> that yeah. somehow he could jump back out without arms. <laughs> I'm a thick little bratwurst. Like what? You <laughs> <laughs> slipped in and out real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um. So- <laughs> All right. <laughs> so weird. You didn't know the methods. You're supposed to go season it before the pot, Mouse. Come on. Um. <laughs> Presently, the bird came in and wanted to serve up the dinner, but he could nowhere see the cook. In his alarm and flurry, he threw the wood here and there about the floor, called and searched, but no cook was to be found. Then some of the wood that had been carelessly thrown down caught fire and began to blaze. The bird hastened to fetch some water, but his pail fell into the well and he after it and as he was unable to recover himself he was drowned damn why shouldn't they all die just like in yours (laughs) (laughs) this is not going to be some cute little Beatrix Potter or frog and toad or whatever everybody gonna die (laughs) Uh, I mean it's great because none of it makes any sense (laughs) Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> so uh, sausage dude and his friend the bird and the mouse. 
Yeah, some of the titles of some of the stories, you're like, there's two semi-normal things, a bird and a mouse being friends, and a sausage. <laughs> I know, and you're so, you're just like, you want to read it. I wrote down yeah. so many names of ones that I was like, that sounds fun. <laughs> For like, yeah. Another episode, oh my god. Yeah, we definitely have to do this again. There was a lot of ones. <laughs> um the bread that it was like, ah, this is a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're really fun, kind of mm-hmm. quick ones to put together because, you know, just kind of, there's so many out there to choose from that you just go, yeah. 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 I hope you guys liked it. Um, let us know. It's fun to do ones like that. I've, and I have seen some other ones do a little bit more deep dives on some of the, the more well known, like, disney ones that we know and stuff. yeah i did we end up reading some part of, of the one about snow white and oh, okay yeah i didn't like properly read it but yeah it was a little weird compared to what the <laughs> disney movies are i was right. like okay where like mice and birds are addressing you and cinderelling you yeah <laughs> Yeah, they're a little darker, but always yeah. fun and bizarre, kind of like folklore tales. So, yeah, I think we'll we'll come back to this for sure, for sure. <laughs> yes. If you guys have any recommendations of lesser known ones that you know that are super weird that you want to recommend for us, that'd be pretty cool too. You can yeah send us a message on social media if you want to recommend one for us to read in the future be fun any favorite fairy tales you have yeah because there's going to be a lot to choose from so you might not get to a lot of them so if there's ones you want to recommend that you think are especially weird (laughs) yeah like maybe next time we you know pick all Grimm's ones or something like that or whatever um also i read did i tell you i read the stephen king book that's called fairy tale it was pretty good i think you did yeah 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 i mean just obviously telling fairy tales and stuff brought it back up to me because i was like yeah it did have a lot of those like weird mysterious elements and then this happened and there was an angry king and blah blah, blah you know yeah like, but yeah no worth the read i think um, and then I read, I just got done one called How to Sell a Haunted House. It was crazy. <laughs> no, it was pretty good. There was like puppets because their, their mom oh. and dad passed and then like her mom had made all these handmade puppets and oh yeah, some like Chucky vibes in that sense. Yeah, that I sounds was, like, creepy. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was a part where I was like, if this was a horror movie, I would be turning away because Ugh. I hate this stuff. You can probably guess what kind of Eyeballs. body horror it might have been. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I might read some more of his stuff. He also had a book called The Final Girls Support Group or something. Like, they have some Aww. weird titles. <laughs> yeah. It sounds fun. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad. If anybody, I love like, a good final girl. <laughs> yeah so it might it's something like if you guys like stephen king or something it'd probably be worth checking out because i enjoyed it but anyway nice 
I guess we'll let you go until next week when we're hopefully doing our next episode, which is what? <laughs> I think that was the, like, freaking family oh. annihilators. Or... <gasps> right. Yeah. We, yes. <laughs> we are filming that one soon, too. Filming? What do we do? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a, a dark one. Oh my god, Yes. Yes, Very I pretty dark. much got my notes done for that one. Just need to type, but I and then I was like, "Oh, I need a break. Let's do the, some more of the Patreon one because this is very, very dark." <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they're important stories for sure. Um, but yeah, so that one should be a little bit rough, and then we'll let you know what's going on for more episodes down like holiday times because. You know, we'll probably have to take a week off here or there. Yeah. Especially after the holidays. Kelsey might be a little busy, so we'll let you know if there's going to be any weeks where we're doing anything different. But yes, stay tuned and <laughs> we'll try and keep you up to date. <laughs> yeah. It's a busy time of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful and busy and broke. <laughs> yes it's been a rough month for me because oh november my car registration and then i need to stop having photo radar fines oh shoot it makes it very very expensive when you're it's gonna cost your car extra hundreds of dollars to redo the registration <laughs> yeah. oh that really sucks. <sighs> i know i'm taking the higher speed routes now because it was I didn't like going on the highway and stuff before, so I'd drive all through the city, but then you get mad yeah. at people driving slow and you go to speed around them and then that's when they get you. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, You are going eleven kilometers over the speed limit. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm fine. At least I didn't have the sickness of death that you had, so <laughs> Yeah. It was crazy. I can't remember even when I was a kid, anytime my mom would ever even check my temperature when I was sick, I never once had a fever. No. So the fact that I had a fever on like Monday when I was at work and was like powering through it because I didn't realize I had a fever because I'd never known yeah. what a fever felt like before. And then Tuesday when I finally checked my temperature, I was like, so this is what a fever feels like. I've had this for like 24 hours straight. Oh, yeah, because it's like what you get the hot and cold kind of chills thing. Yeah, I, I was I so sick. so cold at work all day on Monday, and then yeah. starting Tuesday morning, I was just so incredibly hot. Yeah. Like it was brutal. Yeah, I ended up having yeah. to turn basically my furnace off, and then I had to lay on oh the couch God. with an ice pack on the back of my neck and another one on my forehead. Otherwise, I felt like I was going to pass out because I was so warm. Oh, my warm. God. Yeah. And as soon as I would take one of them off to even, like, get a drink of water or do anything, I would immediately get, like, a full body, like, hot flash again and felt like I was going to be sick. So I'd have to put the ice pack, like, hold it to my forehead or, like, go. Oh, my God. Go to the bathroom or... I just basically laid on the couch and was like, I'm dying. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's when you need, like, your mama there, like, can someone just take care of me? Right? All I, I don't had care was... if I'm an adult. All I had was oh. Gordo that just wanted attention. Oh, God. And I was like, you can't make me soup. God damn it. Oh, as much as my dog can be annoying, he does seem to really clue in when you're, like, sad or not feeling good. He'll come, oh, like, okay. you know what I mean? Like, he'll sit right next to you and I feel like he's kind of like you okay man <laughs> and then like I'll be like oh yes I come pet you buddy and then by the time I start petting him I'm like well now I feel better <laughs> yeah yeah, he's so sweet the cat we had when I grew up was definitely like that like with my yeah. stomach hurting and stuff he normally always laid on my stomach but he always knew when my stomach was hurting and he would lay on my legs instead it was the only time he ever oh. laid on my legs that's so cute. And, yeah, Gordo does not know. Gordo's like, your stomach hurts, let me walk on it so I can yeah. get up to your face and let me jump from the back of the couch right onto your stomach. <laughs> but, right, I always hear people like, and then I woke up and my cat was on my face. And I'm like, well, that yeah. sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, I oh, mean, God. he tries his best, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he isn't, he isn't great. The bedside manner is leaving much to be desired. <laughs> He's not a good nurse. Oh, no, but that, no, no. Um, that just remind me, Pat showed me another video and a cat came and helped this small black, there was a little black cat and there was this little black puppy that was stuck behind a door fence. You know, something oh. with slats, you know, like metal bars or whatever, like maybe like a patio door or something kind of thing. And then okay. the cat like walked over and kind of like used his hand to show the dog which hole to go through. And then the dog starts going through it, but his back, his back legs <laughs> got stuck in his ass. So the cat comes and reached his hand through the bars and was like batting its ass until the dog's <laughs> ass made it through. He like helped oh him my- completely through the bars. <laughs> Wow, that's um, so weird. Like, I thought I'll give you a mine, I would have sent it to you, but Pat was showing me on his phone. It was really cute. Like, he totally Aww. helped out that little puppers. I was like, what? That cat's not an asshole at all. Yeah, that's cute. It was cute. Yeah, because he was like batting his butt. Yeah, I mean, cats do love to just hit stuff and like smack stuff. <laughs> Right? He used that batting for good. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. That sounds funny. <laughs> it was. Anyway. Cat shenanigans. Dog yeah. shenanigans. I put the dog at the end of my TikTok video because A, he <laughs> wouldn't stop wandering around with the, making his little clickety clacks halfway through and I had to be like, pause for dog. <laughs> then I'm like, I'll Jeez. try to get the dog on here. Because he's cute, damn it. We know what yeah. sells cute cats and dogs <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh all right well till next time keep it cryptic <laughs> yes all right bye bye <laughs>
128, I guess. Yeah, that's what I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, <laughs> if everything goes well, you are listening to Castles and Cryptids. Sorry. No. <laughs> it's like, if everything works, things start recording. Um. <laughs> good you've given us enough grief zencaster yeah <laughs> don't tell them we said that <laughs> take away our ability to record <laughs> oh my god yeah Ooh. please don't oh my god everything's working against us <laughs> uh. well all our longtime listeners will definitely know that uh Recording a podcast is not always easy. <laughs> yeah. Nope. So uh, you, you better believe like when we find something we like that we're going to probably stick to it and not look for anything else. Um, so, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I love Zencaster. Uh, when we tried it, we were like, okay, finally, I wanted to have the video. And it's what, up to 4K video, which is pretty yeah effing cool i can see every pour on kelsey no i'm just kidding (laughs) i hope not (laughs) but it's great video and like just really easy on this one so like once we stopped recording on our our phones i just i was like yeah this is the this is the one for us so even though sometimes our computers fuck up it always <laughs> comes through for us in the end because uh, we've never lost like a recording, knock on wood. And anytime we've had to use it, it's just been really great and really easy. And everything's just recorded when we wanted it to, which is, you know, it's a lot uh, to ask for when you podcast as much as we do. <laughs> yeah. It's nice that each of us has our own separate audio recording that you can download and edit. So it makes when one of us is doing something or has something, it's easy. You can edit that out even with the other person was talking because you have two separate tracks that you can edit. Yeah, it's one of the reasons we love Zencaster. Definitely. It makes it a lot easier. And the audio quality is also a lot better uh, than any of the other th- uh, programs we tried using in the past. Yes, it is the best. So go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code cryptic and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. We want you to have the same easy experience as we do for all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Keep it cryptic. This has been Castles and Cryptids. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and our YouTube channel. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Reddit. On our website, you can listen to all of our episodes as well as view pictures for each of our segments. Check out our Patreon page to view all of our tiers and become a Patreon supporter today to unlock monthly bonus episodes and behind-the-scenes content. We are working on an Ask Us Anything. You can submit questions by social media or by email at castlesencryptids at gmail.com. Do you have a spooky ghost story? 
a creepy cryptid sighting, or a thrilling true crime tale you would like to share and have us include in a future episode? Send us your listener story by social media or by email. Please include the name that you would like mentioned. Our music is by Kobe Fair. Our logo and artwork is by Antonio Garcia. Thanks for listening!